One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You're now listening to the bandwagon. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm your host, T.Y. And I'm your host, Mo. And you're listening to the, the bandwagon. bandwagon. Marquise Brown. Lamar Jackson just continues to be red hot. And how about another? Marquise Brown, 18-yard touchdown strike again from Jackson. Pressure on Lamar to the end zone. Another touchdown pass. How about another one? This time it's Ingram. Can he turn the corner and get in? Yes! We got a Jackson 5. Welcome to another episode of The Bandwagon. Uh, what you just heard was highlights from the Rams and the Ravens. Score was 45-6. to six. It was a massacre. <laughs> Lamar Jackson got... Saint, call it St. Valentine's Day massacre. Five though. touchdowns. It was, it, was, it was pretty nasty. Five touchdowns. Yeah. He can't throw the ball, though. Yeah, he's not a quarterback. Anymore. And then they're, they're saying that uh, he didn't have enough yards in the area. He had like a... 196 yards and five touchdowns. He almost broke 200. You don't. My thing is, are there points on the board, and did we score more than the other team? If we did, job is done. Well, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the 49ers and the Ravens game. Niners. So that was a good game. I thought it was the game of the year. Yeah. Um, Lamar had 101 yards. That's rushing. like that's pre-Super Bowl. If you want to. Shine some light, shine some light on that. Well, all they're gonna talk about is his legs. They're gonna say that he wasn't a good quarterback. Man, still, did he did. Did they win the game? They won. Exactly. And that's but all it was the defense. Right? It was the defense. That's what they're saying. It don't matter. Defense, offense. A win's a win. Whether the defense does it or the offense does it, a win's a win. So I still think he's the front runner for the MVP. But it, it they're getting over like a fat rat. Yeah, they are. Five million dollars is all he's getting paid. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't picked top ten. No. Yeah, 32nd pick. Yeah. So Pat's passed on him twice. Thanks, Robert. What do, what do you think? Do you think it's gonna be a Super Bowl matchup between those two? They have to get past either Kansas City or the Patriots. But the way the playoffs is looking right now, they'll probably have to go through Foxborough. To go to Super Bowl, you're just saying that because you're a New England Patriots fan. I mean, I'm no, I'm being realistic. If you look at it, one and two is Ravens and Patriots. Yeah, for the first round by. Think I mean, about it. I agree with you. Uh, Kansas City may be, they may get in the way. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the Chargers are going to be a problem. Um, I tell you one thing: if the Patriots don't get their offensive receivers together, it's going to be a long playoff, a short playoff, rather. Well, a lot of people are saying that Belichick is uh, playing chess right now. He's making sacrifices, taking these L's because he's filling people out, letting everybody think the Patriots aren't the team to beat. But I mean, but they're ten and two. Yeah. Don't sleep on that. Did you know there's a lot of ten and two teams in the league right now? Yeah. A yeah. lot. Yeah, more more than normal. Yeah, exactly. For this time of season, it's it's like you know it's it's. Raise a couple of eyebrows like for real? I didn't know they was doing all right. Huh. Did, did you know that uh basically 
the uh, the Ravens always win the time of possession every game. Yeah, because they're running the ball. Do you, I think that it's been an air raid league for about a good maybe five to eight years. No, it's been longer than that, man. You think longer than that? Yeah. So, yeah. I think that we've been airing it out since '90s. You gotta think about the Cowboys in the '90s. How Dan Marino used to sling that rock too. Yeah. Steve do you, Young. Do you Joe think? Montana. I mean, there's a lot of people been slinging that rock, yo. So you can't really say that it ain't, it ain't, it's been an air raid offense for the past eight years. Do you think that uh, it's been more emphasis put on it? But I don't. I wouldn't say with all the dominance that the Baltimore Ravens been having running the football, that this is going to change the game. It could. I, I mean, because like you know how a lot of people like, well, he's not a true quarterback. He's more like a running back that can throw the ball sometimes. But he, if, if you look at him play, he's in that pocket. He only breaks when he don't see anything. And that's what they don't want. I always thought that, you know, the key to championship football teams is defense and ground game. Yeah. If you can control the clock. And clock management. Yeah. You control the clock, stop the other team, keep the other offense off the field. Uh, when, uh, when, you're, when your offense is on the field, you know, keep them rusty. And uh, word of defense out, how do you beat them? You can't. I, I think this is going to transcend football for the future. You know, This Jim, man called it first. I didn't call it. I didn't call it because it, it, it never should have changed. Uh, really? I, I'm going to run it back at heart. You know me. Yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, you know, everybody puts fans in the stands. It puts fans in the stands, but, you know, Championship football, championship football. Yeah, run and defense. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens team with Shannon Sharp and Trent Dilfer and Ray Lewis and that stellar defense. Uh, Jamal Lewis was the running back. Yeah, he, he had a two thousand yard season that year. Mm-hmm. So, but everybody slept on that though. Nobody saw it. I saw it. Uh, the reason why I'm a Tennessee Titan fan is not because of who they got. They got nice uniforms. Or <laughs> not the unis, bro. Or because uh, it's the closest successes, successful team uh, near Kentucky. It's not that. I'm an Eddie George fan. Love Eddie George. Eddie George controlled the clock. Bromance. Like yours and Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, Steve McNair, <clears throat> Eric McNair, also controlled the ground game. Yeah. So. You look at what they did back then and what's going on right now with uh, the Baltimore Ravens, there's not really that much of a difference. No, it's not. Eric McNair, he, he, he gets you for 250, maybe maybe 300 every once in a while, but they're going to ground you out. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's all about winning games and what works, works what works best for your quarterback. There's a lot of teams that are, like, snatching up quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, and destroying them. Your team is one of them. Yeah, I mean – Quarterback is not gonna win a football game. No, you, 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 you How many, how many corners? You see what Washington did to RG three. Potentially, how many, how many corners can be in the secondary? Four, four, six actually. Yeah. Yeah, six if you run dime package. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me you're gonna trust that air attack? Well, you'll probably have trips or maybe at the most four receivers out there and a the running back sneaking out the backfield, and you got six DBs out there. And a linebacker that can potential cover because they have to evolve with this air raid they got going on. You got to run that route, yo. Yeah. Control. It's the only way that you're going to keep anybody honest anymore. I love guaranteed yardage. Yeah. I wouldn't say guaranteed yardage. You know, some people got butterfingers. 
Yeah, you got butterfingers, but you know, three yards carry is all you need. Yeah. Three three yard three and a half yards carry is all you need, and you get a first That's down. A first down. So if you can make that happen, then you get a first down. And I just found a a, a very very interesting fact today. Mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens. Rushing first downs this season. Leading the season with 141 first downs. Wow. And second behind them was the 49ers. That's just saying it all right there. 60. Mm. That's nothing but time of possession right there. Yeah. And they said in this game, the last six minutes, Baltimore basically just said, we're going to hold on to the ball to the end. Yeah. And that's why they won. So... He'll get MVP just for the simple fact that he wins games, not for numbers. I don't think I don't think that he'll win the MVP. I think he'll be snubbed for MVP. You think so? Yes. Who's gonna get it then? They'll probably give it to Russell Wilson. And you heard that first, coming from Ty. I mean, he's balling. He's balling, but you know, every, everybody's hopping on the. The Lamar Jackson bandwagon. I can't say that I'm hopping on the bandwagon because I watched him at Louisville. I thought he was the real deal at Louisville. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, I don't want to snub him like that. I mean, I think that he – I mean, for for what he's done since since now, since, since now yeah, I, I can see him I can see him as a front winning, front winner candidate as for the MVP, but I think that he'll get snubbed for it, man. I hope he doesn't get snubbed. He, he deserves it. Just like the second year when he was going for the Heisman. He got, I mean, he had his stats were better than the year prior, but, you know. Baker Mayfield got it. Baker Mayfield got it, yeah. And Baker Mayfield got the number one draft pick. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield has all the commercials. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later on in another <laughs> segment because Baker that Mayfield. is very, very important. We're going to hold on to that thought because the fact that he has all the commercials and not the wins. That doesn't make sense. None whatsoever. I mean, you would think with somebody with a little bit more winning caliber would be getting all those endorsements. But, hey, what do I know? I just talk into a mic. (laughs) We're going to end it right there. And we will be right back in a few minutes. And now, it's my favorite time of the show. Who's the ass of the week this week? Who is the ass of the week this week? Freddie Kitchens is the ass this week. Freddie Kitchens. Oh, I bet you he has a knife, a nice knife set. <laughs> no. <laughs> Try to say that five times fast. <laughs> so, why in the world? With the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, wear a shirt to say Pittsburgh started it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Shouldn't he be in the film room? Cause ain't they like what? I don't even know if their record is so horrible. I don't care. I don't, I don't even care. They're not above five hundred. You know me. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about facts, analytics, uh, stats. Yeah. Records. I'm just a fan. I don't even care when it comes to Cleveland because it's it's a joke. You know, everybody came in talking about Odell Beckham Jr.'s there. They have two top receivers, and there. yet they cannot win games. No, no, what it, is the problem? It's, it's not even just that. They got Chubbs. 
and they got a running back. You got two star receivers and, two and, star a, and, and a dope running back, and you can't win games. You forgot they got Kareem Hunt. <sighs> you keep giving me reasons not to be mad, to be mad. And then we we just talked about Baker Mayfield in his commercials. I know a team that needs some receivers right now. I'll tell you that right now. I, I, I know a team that could have their quarterback getting all the commercials instead of Baker Mayfield. Well, well stop talking about that. We're no, going to talk about the no. coach. I want to know why Progressive no. gave this man six commercials. <laughs> With a losing record. With a losing record. I just snorted. And he's an unproven quarterback. I guess they just going with who's hot. That that, that ain't enough for me. Let, let, let me let me back get, to the coach. Let me yeah. Let me get to the the long list of things that's been bothering me. Go ahead. I already said Odell Beckham Jr. is there, but guess what? He's not a threat. They, who, who's gonna throw it to him? Somebody's got to. I mean, they got the number one draft pick from last year. Why not? I'm gonna say it again. Who's gonna throw that man the ball? Somebody bench him. Lantry got off last game. I don't care. Ben, he gets off every game. Bench Baker. Who who's gonna be who's backup? Mariota was my quarterback for Tennessee. But I'm saying, who's the backup? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You gotta do better than Baker. <laughs> Tannehill is the backup for the Tennessee Titans. And when they bench Mariota, I'm like, thank God. And I was like, oh no. But you still answer my question. Who's the backup quarterback of the Browns? I don't know. Uh, it's not even that important to look it, it up. It's not important in there. So, I, 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 back to the coach. Forgive me for not doing my research because I didn't care who the backup was because it, it doesn't matter whoever he is. He can be somebody bagging groceries like Kurt Warner used to, and he probably do a better job than Baker Mayfield. But here's another I, here's another stat line you might not know. Okay. Who do you think leads the NFL in rushing? Um, I would say... Ingram? No. No. Uh, Ingram, does, Ingram does, he doesn't even outrush Lamar. Uh, uh, it's no no other than Chubbs. And they still losing games? Yeah. You know, I was trying not to say him because no. he's no. So, so when you got a workhorse like that, they beat the Baltimore Ravens. How you much does he average a, 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 car- a carry? It's like five or six. So every time he touches the rock, it's a first down. It should be a first down. Yeah. But, but they're so focused on the passing attack that they can't even focus on the running just to keep running the ball. Yeah, you remember when we watched the Baltimore game? Yeah. And we kept saying, they can't stop Chubbs. Mm-hmm. Who won that game? Who won the game? Cleveland won the game. Yeah, Cleveland beat the, the team that we've been ranting about Yeah. with the MVP front runner. Mm-hmm. With the Lee's leading rusher, Chubbs. Mm-hmm. But yet, they can't win games. Because they don't run this man the ball. Just the last game they played against Pittsburgh. If I was the coach, I'd be like, you know what? We're going to run the ball from now on. I mean, he can't be blind to this, man. He has to know this. Oh, we just got through discussing this is an air raid league. But your running back is leading the league in yards, and yet you still want to throw the ball with a quarterback who can't throw and learn the system? Exactly. But that's, this is why this is a fan show, because we don't know anything about what we're talking about. And all the experts and analysts and people with degrees and head coaching jobs that get millions and millions of dollars to ma- just make a simple decision as in run the football. And you can't run the football because they're you're so focused on pick. marketing this man that they can't win games. There it is, and there it is. 
The last game they played Pittsburgh, how many times do you think he got it? Maybe 13? He got 16 times. You close. Oh. 58 yards. So, he was on pace to probably get 100 if they fed this man the ball. He didn't mm-hmm. score. But Baker threw it 32 times. He only got 192 yards. <laughs> got a touchdown. Yeah. Got an INT. That's Baker. awesome. Now, I was kind of like, okay, until you said turnover, but, you know. No, no, I mean, you know, okay, you throw the ball 32 times. You mean to tell me you put the ball. Lamar only puts it up maybe 20 times a game, and he'll get 192. This dude got 192 on 12 more attempts. Yeah. Well, you know, hey. So, there's that. But you do you ever think that they just threw him to the wolves, though? Like they do every quarterback they get? But... Okay, let's 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 look at this in in, in the real world, this like in, in the sense of you and me going. No, we're in the every, fake world, right? Now. No, no, no. Well, in the NFL, it's fake because you got people that think they're quarterbacks when they're not. So, like Lamar, yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they say. So, I'm sorry, I'll be. I'm sorry, you, you and me go to work every day, and I know I catch myself saying this to my employer: set me up for success. Don't set me up to fail. Give me all the tools I need to be successful at doing my job. Yeah. Baltimore has done this with Lamar. They, yes. he's, he's playing They in the bought system. into the system. Yeah, they he, changed their whole system based around the system him. Yeah. That he understands, and he's excelling at it. Yeah. Baker, you can say that he's not in a system where he can su- succeed, but we didn't we just say he has two stellar receivers? Two yeah. Just can get you 100. Yeah. Can get you in the end zone. Do you realize that OBJ has not had a hundred yard receiving game in a long time? Yeah. So we we can't say that Eli was a bad quarterback for him because he was balling with Eli. Yeah. But he's not balling with Baker. I uh, guess who's starting on Sunday? Don't tell me that. Eli Manning. Don't don't tell me that. Manning Eli. Make up your mind, people. Do you man. want to bench the man? But do you do you also know what his career record is? What? One sixteen, one sixteen. He's sitting at 500 for a career. Eli is? Yes. He got two Super Bowls. I can't knock him. Yeah, I don't talk about I know you don't like no, him. I'm sorry. Shh. <laughs> Eli, man. <laughs> so, let's let's get back to the, the why he's an ass. Mm-hmm. You, you wear this shirt that says Pittsburgh started it. Uh, Who gives a damn? I mean, Pittsburgh got a winning record, so... <laughs> Can we... I mean, really, who cares? This was two weeks ago. You know, Miles Garrett is not going to play the rest of the season. Oh, we know that. <laughs> Rudolph is setting the bench, so we're not even worried about him. He's not even a problem. No. Pouncey is also suspended. So, can we move on from two weeks ago, put this fight behind us, and worry about what we're doing and play football? Can we worry about the rest of the season? And can we win some games? Man. So, a couple more, at a, least. A part of me was going to say it was a, a shared effort of two asses. You got players uh, from Pittsburgh wearing free pouncy, and uh, Freddie Kitchens wearing a shirt that says uh, Pittsburgh started it. Uh, but I really think Fred Kitchens is the bigger ass because he is the face of the organization. He's the leader of that football team. And to me, it's kind of in it's it's childish. It is. Immature and childish from a man that's probably 10 or 20 years older than us. Man. So, 
what I wanted to make. My comment was, uh, and this is how I actually feel as a fan, that we watch multiple sports, not just this one, where it is ran by childish men and played by boys. Yeah. Sound like Little League football a little bit, don't it? It does. But, you know, all, all the pettiness. Let, let me let me throw some names out there, and I'm going to ask you from a player, uh, player's aspect, because we both played. Would you talk junk to Jerry Rice? Not I'm not talking about on the field junk. Of course, we're going to talk trash, whether he's doing us or not. Yeah, I mean, that's on the field, though. Yeah. But that's, that's off it. the field, I mean, he gets my deepest respect. Yeah. That's Jerry Rice. And everybody respects him as the GOAT. Yeah. Now, from a receiver standpoint, would you talk smack to Dion primetime? No. I'm talking about off the field. Dion making, making is it a, personal. a football god. Okay. So. Now, I got one for myself. There's certain defensive players, uh, old school defensive players that I respect. That I I wouldn't fear running against them, but I wouldn't want to add fuel to the fire and make them try to kill me. Right. Like Lawrence Taylor. Oh, no. Like Reggie White, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Ray Lewis. You crazy? No, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about you know, you know Ray Lewis's personal life or Lawrence Taylor's to personal do life. What's going on in between them lines? No. So why would you put it out there? I know we, we live in the era of social media, but sometimes we go too far. I mean, be well, a man. We're in the era of social media and political correctness, and those two do not mix like oil and water. No. Play play the you game. You can't be both. <laughs> play 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 the game respect everybody and you know we shake hands at the end of the game right yeah let's leave it at that and that's what we're gonna leave it at and i'm gonna take this opportunity we're going to have a giveaway giving stuff away if this episode reaches a hundred listeners we're gonna give away a hoodie with our brand our our new logo the bandwagon on it so if you're listening to this Go to your Facebook page and add our link to it and share it to as many people as possible. Please. And if we get 100 listeners, we're going to randomly select one person and give away a hoodie for free. Yeah, boy. All right. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the bandwagon. It's your host, T.Y. And we're going to talk about tenured in NFL cut short. Mr. Ron Rivera. Poor Ron. Ron, I'm gonna miss you, Ron. Poor Ron. Ron. Um, what's your insight? What you think of him getting kaput, fired? The boot. The boot. They put a Craig on him. They fired him on his day off. <laughs> How you get fired on your day off? Um, I think it's prematurely. I think they should have let him finish up the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, right now they're sitting at five and seven. They're two games below five hundred. Um, yeah, star quarterbacks hurt, and you're trying to pull wins out your ass. But you have a uh, MVP candidate running back in McCaffrey, but he can't do it all by himself. So, where is he supposed to get the rest of the help? <clears throat> don't worry, I wait. I'm at a loss. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm like. When I seen it this morning, I was like, wow, really? Well, Of all coaches that need to be fired, Ron Rivera. He's got a winning record. 
He's got a winning record. I mean, it's not much of a record. Career-wise, yes. Yeah, it's not it's not m- much of a of a winning record, but it still is, and it's in the win column. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at all these scores from this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of confused. I'm lost for words. So the Panthers lost to the Rams. We're talking about the runner-ups from the Super Bowl. By three. Yeah. Cam played. He was hurt, but he played. And then they played the Bucks. Mm-hmm. They lost 20 to 14. Winston got a win. Ned Ryan. Cam played again. Also hurt. Mm-hmm. So now it hit news. Cam's hurt. He's got to set the bench, and Allen's got to come in, and he's got to save the day. Dun, 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 dun. Jags. They beat the Jaguars, 27-34. Barely. They beat my Tennessee Titans, who are in the hunt for the playoffs, 20-30. Hmm. They beat the Bucks the second time, 37-26. Mm-hmm. They beat the Cardinals, 38-20. That's the Cardinals, though. They beat the Texans, oh. 16-10. Wow. <laughs> Never seen that coming. But look at some of these losses. This is where it gets confusing. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Falcons. Bye. 26, 29-3. Now, they are our only two-win team when they did take that loss. And then an article I read today in the ESPN, if you haven't read it, you should go read it. The owner said, I did it because it was time due to the fact that we had a loss to the Atlanta Falcons. And it's because there was a two-win team. <laughs> and yeah, I think it's – yeah, you get it. And the second loss also came to a two-win team, which is the Washington Redskins, uh, which they lost 29-21. to Now – you just hit the nail on the head. You have Christian McCaffrey, and he can't do it by himself. You have an inexperienced quarterback. You don't have a big household name receiver. You have a stellar defense there, but they can't do it either. Yeah, I mean, if they're always on the field, I mean, somebody bring this man some water. Get him some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> Electrolytes. And the last but not least lost was to the uh, – Saints. They lost to the Saints 31 to 34. That was a close game. So, and that and that's where I get confused because you get teams like the Saints, they almost beat lost to them. They beat the Texans who also beat your Patriots. Shut up. Hey, I had to throw it in there. They, they, it's a formidable team. You know, they, know. <laughs> they, they had they won against Julio and the crew and they lost. I mean, it's not like Atlanta Falcons is a pushover. I mean, that's a good team. Well, they have been here lately. They have been, but, you know, they still have a good team. They have my, Matty Ice. I still ain't forgot about the 28-3, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Can you get off the old stuff? No, not really. <laughs> they, beat, they beat my team. So, I mean, my, my team has its ups and downs, and that's when we had Mariota starting. Yeah. So, you know, they capitalized on that. They beat a rookie quarterback in, uh, in the Cardinals, getting Kyler Murray. and uh, That don't count. I mean, you can say it don't count, but they have Fitzgerald and they they, they have a good team, so I, I'm 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 counting. So, all in all, I don't think Rivera is having a bad season. It's just a couple of injuries and mishaps. I mean, I don't think it was nothing that they haven't dealt with in past years. I mean, because if you look at it, like they've only had, excuse me, they had three seasons over 500, which was 12 and four. 15-1 and 11-5. It's good. It's, yeah, it's good. 
But then you also have six subpar seasons with a lot of close games that were lost. That could have been they could have been over five hundred or at five hundred. I mean, who wants to go play for Carolina? I mean, the last marquee receiver they had was Steve Smith. Yeah. And Muhammad, and that was a long time ago. Whoa. That was a long time ago. But this is what I see. This is this is the eye test. This is what I'm hearing when I read the article. The article said, you know, by the owners, it, it was time because he wanted to be, you know, good to Rivera and let him off the middle of the season so he could get the search going for a new coach. Uh, and he, he didn't want him to do it behind his back and wait to end the season. Now, this is what I, I, I feel. I mean, they was going to do it in front of his face regardless if they wanted to get rid of him. But I the, mean, my thing is, like, try, stop trying to butter it up and say, you know what, I want to fire my party. This is what I this is what I feel. You lost faith in this man. Yeah. And you want to go a different direction. Just say that. We, we, we don't have faith that you're as they say. a winning coach anymore. And we're going to move forward. You don't have to explain, well, he's a good man. And, you know, I want Jason to be Garrett's good to him. Yeah, yeah, he does. And he needs to be fired, too. But Jerry Jones is a different owner. He yeah. has faith in Jason Garrett, whether it's blind or not. And I think it's, it is strictly blind faith because he played for him and he wants him to be this golden boy. And he hasn't pulled through yet. Get rid of him. You just hate Cowboys, don't you? I don't. Yeah, I don't like the Cowboys. I don't like him either. But, you know. Yeah, I'm a Cowboy hater. So what? He also said that other teams are searching right now, too. And for a professional, you know, an owner, somebody that, you know, signs checks and pays millions and millions of dollars of players on his roster, why do you care what other people are doing? Yeah, I mean, you should do your own thing. See, that's what that's the problem in the NFL, I think. There's a lot of copycat teams that try to copy what the next team is doing and not really focusing on what's the goal. Just because the West Coast offense worked for one organization don't mean it's going to work That's for like you. when the Wildcat, when they started using yeah, the Wildcat. The Wildcat was hot. The Wildcat. the Wildcat was hot for a little bit, and it's like, hot oh, second. everybody's got to do it. And I'm telling you, this whole read option that Lamar is doing, Lamar is great at it. He, it's like he's, he does it with second nature. He just, oh, he's, he's committing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to pull that. I'm going to take off with that. Yeah. Do that with Cam Newton. It'll work. Do that with Aaron Rodgers. That won't work. Mm, no. no. Aaron is a, I'm going to pick your part going down the field. Do it with Drew Brees. It ain't going to work. Do it with Tom Brady. It ain't going to work, and he's going to get killed. Man, murdered. So, stop trying to copycat. And I just think coaches need to find their own ways. And, like, you know, sometimes it, it's hard for them to, to, to swallow their ego, to put their ego aside to win games. There's a lot of coaches out there that are hard-headed as hell. Oh, I, you know, I, you'll hear me make this comment a lot. It's easier just to get an athlete and just put the ball in his hands and let him do work. It's a lot harder, and it's a lot. You'll, you'll be more successful if you put in the hard work and evolve your offense around your best athlete, like the Ravens do. Yeah. You know, you don't see that in a lot of platforms. You That's good coaching. It, it is good coaching. It is good coaching. You know, Christian McCaffrey is a heck of a running back. Yeah. Maybe you should like tailor make the offense around him now that Cam Newton's not there and when Cam Newton comes back now you have a dual threat you have two weapons in the backfield and you don't know where it's coming from so that's my take on it whoever they get now they're in the article it also said they're want, they want to go for the offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens why do you think that's so because they're so successful running the ball mm-hmm 
And they could probably do the same thing with Cam Newton and McCaffrey. Now, but my thing is, Ron was doing that before Lamar. Lamar and, and I just I don't get it. I mean, it's be, only reason why it's been set back because of injuries and you lose close games. It's about that and clock management. And co- I mean, but it, it, it's when when a, when an owner says it's time, it wasn't time. It wasn't time. You, you just lost. It was prematurely. Faith. I mean, we hell. What, what week fourteen? Yeah. We only got, what, two more weeks ago? I mean, losses, any given Sunday, you can take an L. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though you go out and you tell your players, look, execute, blah, 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 X, Y, Z, they still have to make those plays. If they don't make the plays, I understand the coaches come on a little scrutiny at me, but cut them, cut them some slack. Nice. Because he's missing, he's missing your star quarterback, and you only two games below 500. And I and I think it's I think it's a slap in the face to those organizations. And plus, the coach took you to a Super Bowl, so he you, did. Did you lose faith? He did, but you know, him by the owner making the comment that he wanted to make this move because of the two win. He's seeing everything that's going on around the league, and he's not feeling successful, so he has to feel like. Somebody's to blame for it, and it happened to be Ron Rivera. Well, get Sorry, your sir. get your MVP back, and then we'll see what happens. But the next coach, if he if he doesn't do well coming out the gate, I think his, he's gonna meet the same uh, meet the same fate that Ron Rivera has. And his record was 76, 63, and one. Mm-hmm. I think that was uh, a good record for a, a, a subpar team because I don't think they ever had marquee receivers. Mm-hmm. I think Cam Newton was the, one of the best marquee players as an MVP and they were on the up and coming because they signed Christian McCaffrey last year. Yep. So Carolina was making moves. All they was one player, maybe two players away from making some noise and on a lost faith. Yeah. And that's, and that's my take on it. We're going to end it right there. Seat's empty. That's what he's that's in, Yeah, he ain't making no money. We're going to end it right there, and we'll be back with the last segment. Welcome back to the bandwagon. This is your host, T.Y. And we are going to talk about the number one team in NCAA basketball. Save the best for last. Hopefully. We'll see. Still early. No, I'm talking about today. I mean, I I don't think they're going to be number one for the whole year. I don't think y'all know who you're talking about, but y'all can probably guess. Not Louisville. Not Louisville. It's Louisville. It's Louisville. What do you think about that game? I have some issues. Not really issues. It's just, you know, when you think about Cardinal basketball, what do you think about automatically off the top of your head? Cardiac cards. Cardiac cards. So whenever the game gets to where they're close with like, oh, they're within six or they're within two or they're within three, what always seems to happen? They put their fans in the cardiac arrest, and we, we can't recover. Because we, we can't recover from that. If they're going to pull through and upset or win the game, or they're going to do their norm and just fall out. Fall out. Or just, just lose all type of mental capacity to hold it together. Yeah. Like the game with Duke last year. Oh, my gosh. We was up by, what, 22? Yeah. 
and cardiac cards. Cardiac cards got comfortable, and Duke came all the way back, and Zion dunked on everybody. So it's still early. Season still early. We're seven. We're oh, we're eight no, because we. I wouldn't say we beat the brakes off of Michigan. We won that game comfortably, but we let them come back within three. I don't like that. That's a concern for me. But yeah. Mac took a timeout, corralled the wagons, got everybody together, put everybody back out there, and we end up winning by 14, 15 points. You got some issues, but my, my, I got some big concerns. You know how I am. Uh, I got to have numbers. Numbers. I have concerns. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, let's go house rock. Little who won the game. Yeah, they won. You have any idea how many free throws they took and missed? <laughs> I watched the game, sir. Ten of eighteen. That's uh, that's concerning. It's fifty-five percent. As a team, you mean to tell me you left eight points on the on the floor? You left eight points. So on the they floor. basically could have won by 20, 30 points, but they left points out there. And then you know they they got trigger happy with the three pointers. Oh yeah, they did. They did. They thought they was four of nineteen. It was like Steph Curry with a three. I was like, would y'all stop shooting threes? That's my concern, you know. I mean, but it, it's still early in the season. It is. And this number one ranking really doesn't mean a whole lot, to me anyway. Well, you know, shout out to all my Detroit people out there. You know, Red, uh, Earl, if you listen out there. Still my dogs, but y'all took an L. <laughs> um, I think they won this game with defense. Oh, yeah, the defense was stellar. I mean, it was energetic. They were moving. They were communicating. Um, blocking shots and trying to take charges and taking charges. I mean, they, they laid it out there. They they brought the wood with the defense. I'm really becoming a, a true Louisville basketball fan. I'll never be football. Never be football. Never be football. Bandwagoner. Hey, hey, hey. It is what it is. Bandwagoner. So, I actually saw coaches work on the floor. I saw communication. Mm-hmm. I saw rotation. I saw hustle. I saw just grit. I saw playing with a purpose. Yeah. And I haven't seen the Cardinals play like that in some years. Like, the past couple of years, they ain't really been playing with a purpose. They just been like, we're just here to play. Yeah, we're here as Louisville, but we just, we just here to play. I think there's they, no, there's no, there was no heart. There was no emotion behind it. Them boys are playing ball. Well, like, I, you know, my high school career, I went, <laughs> I went to three different high schools. And I can tell you my first high school I went to, it was – wasn't really the thought of going to the state championship. Wasn't, you know, even in conversation. It was just we're just playing to be playing. Game from one game to the next. Then I transfer and I go to my second school. Atmosphere is completely different. You gotta miss the football on the football team. You got a couple all Americans. And coach from day one, we got this many weeks to state state championship. We'll be focusing on this week. We got this this number of games to go. Let's get it. The atmosphere is different. You yeah. can you can see the app, and you can feel it. Like when like when Coach Mack walks out, like you can, like, oh okay, he ain't playing, and he is from evil. <laughs> so we got that juice. So it is what it is. You kill me. You you, you kill me. Uh, Jordan Wall, what you feel about him? I think that he could be a little. He needs to facilitate a little bit more. I think he's jacking too many shots. Yeah, I mean, but I saw the same thing. You know, I think he's taking. To, he's, he's he's being a volume shooter for the team. 
But what I also see is that he's being a veteran leader. Yeah, he, I um, mean, he's leading. He's controlling the floor. Oh, I, yeah. No doubt about that. He, he's not just taking shots. He's getting back and he's playing the block that he got. Yeah, that was, was that was nasty. It was it was a bad shot and he got back and he protected the rim. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that was nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, Enoch. I took the words out of my mouth. I'm I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, why is this big dude look like he's seven foot shooting threes? He's long. Until he knocked about two or three of them down. Yeah. Whoa, okay. They was hooping last night, but I just think that they could have been a little bit more consistent, especially at the uh, free throw line. That that fifty eight percent is like ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's just nothing. Yeah, they they need to lock them in the gym. Y'all shoot free throws to the next game. And my last point is, and this is coming from uh my dad, the great coach Mo, taught me basketball. Um this is just common sense. Uh, what he said to me was, is that when you play in, when, when you're playing basketball, and uh, I don't care if it's against superstars, whatever, if you can limit them to one shot every time down the floor, and you get that rebound, they can't beat you. No, so, they can't. so that means they have to be perfect. Yeah. And as I'm watching the game, I'm noticing that Louisville is limiting, and they have a seven footer too. They had a big seven footer. They had two of them, didn't they? Look like it. Was well, big. Yeah. Trees. And Louisville is limiting them to one shot and going with it. And even when they got a second chance, they're not stopping. They're still at it. Yeah. They, they're, 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 yeah. Sec- they're securing the ball. And that, that was impressive. That was I good. haven't seen that in a long time. Me either. Me either. Since so, what do you predict this year? Predict this year? Uh, Oof. You just started. I know it just started. But, you know. I'm a fan, so I'm 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 going to say... We going all the way. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. I'm jump bandwagon. I've been on the bandwagon. I ain't falling off. So I like to make bold predictions, and I like to, you know, put it out there. Bold you know, so predictions. I'm the first one to say it. You know, I said that Zion was gonna be injured before the season even started. He's injured. You know, I, we don't have it on wax, but no, yeah, um, I remember that conversation. Th- th- those that know me know that I said a long time ago. Some people got mad at me and said, "You can't predict the injury." Look. <laughs> Okay, I, I just like I, I see it. It was like if he keeps running like he's gonna blow an E. What he do? He blew two. Yeah, I mean, so, if if your offense is predicated on explosion and you weigh that much, all it takes is one pop. And you know, he college hurt his knee, high school hurt his knee, and guess what? Pro hurt his knee. So um, some ice on that. It's a bold prediction. I didn't wish that on the guy. I wish I wish that you know he didn't hurt his knee, but you're gonna have to drop some weight, son. But to get back to Louisville. I predict that Louisville. We're number one. You can't be number two. I think that they're gonna get upset by North Carolina. I can see that. I don't. I don't really see Duke giving them a game, for real. Because <clears throat> they're still rebuilding. So, but you know, it's always it is Coach K. They can get out coached too. I mean, the ACC is a beast, and they haven't really started conference play yet. So we will find out very soon. So for the U of L uh, and uh, lovers in the UK. Uh, haters. That's the same people you talking to. You know that. No, right? no, I'm talking about the UK people that hate on Louisville and Louisville fans that love Louisville. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> are they fluke or are they for real? I say for shizzle. They are for real. I think they are for real. With a little, little bit of tweaks here and there, they could be the, they could be the real deal, but they can go ahead and take it. Take it to the house. Maybe, maybe. 
I gotta be objective, man. Nah, I know, I know. It's okay. Um, everybody's a critic. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's, what, that's what we do. What we do. Um, that's gonna conclude our show today. Another reminder: we're uh, gonna do a giveaway. Giveaway. Where if you share, share. our show as many people as possible and get us to 100 listeners we're going to randomly randomly select one person and give them a hoodie with our, our brand our logo on it That's and you'll all. be able to support the bandwagon hoodie on uh there only can be one <laughs> how many young listeners out there don't know what that's from a lot <laughs> i don't know why i'm whispering i don't know why you're whispering either no man, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that's gonna conclude our show. Feel free to go on the Facebook page. We're gonna create a, a group, so go ahead and go on there as well, and you'll be able to see all the links to all the platforms where we're recording from. And share, share, share. And listen, please. Comment. Be a part of the yeah. show. Argue we with us. We want to argue with negative, some of you guys. positive. I want it all. I want all the smoke. No, I want to argue with Frenchie. I want all the smoke. We've been talking about the Browns for about two weeks. I ain't heard from Frenchie. I'm calling all the fans out. You want to get on the bandwagon show, you got to start an argument with us. We don't argue because we see eye to eye on what's reality. But if you a fan, sometimes you miss reality. Like I do sometimes. Yeah, because he's a New England Patriot fan, and every time I talk about him, he gets upset. Don't, don't, don't talk to me for two weeks. Why? Because you just said what you said. I hurt my feelings. I didn't say they lost to Houston, though. Shut up. <laughs> Still 10 to 2. All right, everybody. That's, that's our show. Movie. See you next time. Bye. Adios, Finn Benito, for this week's episode of The Bandwagon. Check us out on your social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The Bandwagon Podcast. And www.thebandwagonpodcast.com. Holla back. Peace.